0: hello everyone this is jeff adamson hope you're enjoying the podcast we sure are to provide more value we're going to let you listen in to interviews
1: with our top agents on interesting topics enjoy this interview with sherry solace one of the things that i love about the the mission statement of keller williams is that of the the line of careers worth having and um Wanted to have this conversation with you today, primarily because you are building an amazing career in real estate. And uh, give me some background. How long have you been doing this?
0: So I'm going on my third year, mm-hmm. um, and I did have some experience for an investor that I worked for previously. So mm-hmm. I kind of did a, things like contracts and negotiating and working with lenders and so forth. But um, But there's so much to learn in real estate, so you're constantly learning, constantly evolving. um, There's a lot of different hats that you have to wear in real estate with uh, Mm -hmm. different
1: people. So So when you hear that word career, mm -hmm. what comes to mind for you?
0: Um, career immediately, I think success, Mm -hmm. but I think success can be very different for different people and what that entails. Then you constantly, when you hear the word career, I also think about balance Mm -hmm. that I want to make sure my life stays balanced. Yeah. Um, but is there really a balance either? So different seasons of life, there's different balance.
1: And balance is not static; it's it's moving back and forth, and you, and you just kind of have to move through that. But I, I heard a few words: success, mm-hmm. um, it, and and it's also that worth having. And so there's some success that's not worth having. Yes. And so correct. careers worth having. Um, what are you seeing as for yourself as that unfolds? You're coming up on three years. Mm-hmm. And um, you've, you've just started off incredibly. What are you seeing in your career worth having?
0: So one commitment, you know, worth having as far as like for my family, my career is so important when it comes to my family. It's one of the reasons that I lean into it so much, but a lot of that means you have to do other things to keep that. You know, I want to be able to share that with my family. And in order to do that, I have to be committed to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm constantly reevaluating. It's like you think that, well, I did it this way the first year, so that worked, so I'm going to keep doing the same thing. Yes and no to some of that. Some of that, yes, worked really well, and some yeah. of it didn't. So you're constantly, you know, reevaluating things and seeing where you need to be. And also for me – Part of that success is also being involved in other things, things mm-hmm. that don't necessarily make you money. You know, right. volunteering
1: and and leadership opportunities.
0: Absolutely. Uh, you, yes. You just
1: recently um, were I mean, you earned, were elected, selected.
0: Elected. Yeah, elected. Um, a,
1: a phenomenal. Um, leadership role. Tell me about that.
0: So I just was installed as president-elect, which means I will be president for 2023. And right now, I spend a year in training and walking the alongside- the Women's Council yes, of Realtors. Yes. for the Women's Council of Realtors. And so I'm sta- spending this next year walking beside the president and learning from her so mm-hmm. that I can take on that role in 2023. Now, does that role play, does it pay anything? No. But um, it's about lifting others up as you come along. So, yes, I've had great success so far in the time that I've been in it. Um, And part of that is giving back. You know, it's helping others and lifting them and inspiring them and helping them rise to their Mm -hmm. best ability. And I think that that's important. I think that's important in everything we do. You know, Just like yeah. being on the ALC, the leadership committee for Keller Williams, it's about giving back to my agency who's given so much to me and continues to be there for me. It's my way of giving back and being a voice for those who are here at our agency as well. So
1: you know, I I, I have three daughters, I have one granddaughter, one more granddaughter on the way, <laughs> and so um, I used to laugh and say, "I'm married, have three daughters, a fe- two female dogs. It takes a lot of estrogen to balance out my testosterone." <laughs> um, but but opportunities for women is very important because it's like I, I, my wife and I reared three amazing. Ladies, and and I was reading an article just yesterday, um, and it was in the theological realm, but women for women. But a lady made a point. She said, "Leadership isn't position; it's influence." Absolutely. And yes. and you you say that it's not paying, but the payoff is. The power to influence. Absolutely. How, how cool is that?
0: So, and it's, there's so much behind what you just said. Like, one is leading authentically, being mm-hmm. your true self and lifting up others. It is about influencing other people and helping lift them up. Um as a woman, we constantly need to be helping others. Uh, so much of the time we get lost in being a mom um, mm-hmm. and that takes over and we, we forget that there's the other side of us, you know. but there's yeah. so much to being a woman. And um, I'm constantly kind of like what you said about reading books about all of that. I'm constantly yeah. trying to fill my mind with that. I as well have a house full of women. I have two daughters. I have four granddaughters. Mm-hmm. And so I want to make sure that I'm also setting it that example and being a good role model for them as well. And when we walk into a room at Women's Council, it's not position at all. It's about us all lifting each other up and being there for one another. And, you know, even as a seasoned agent, they can help the new agents, but there's mm-hmm. also new agents that are bringing things to the table that the seasoned agents are also learning from them. I mean, it's it's a great organization where they're all learning from each other. And we have lenders. We have, you know, also title companies that participate mm-hmm. in this. We have inspectors. So everybody is coming together and able to, you know, tell their side of the story, their side of the transaction, things that possibly happened. So networking is really important yeah. and educating each other.
1: And, and, you know, nobody gets there on their own. And, and the oh. power of that dialogue, the mm-hmm. power of cross-pollination, and, and also the, pol- the power of recognizing um, the power of newness. Because I've seen throughout the years in real estate that it's almost like within five years, the top agents are somebody who came in within the last five years. Mm-hmm. And they, they're pushing really? new boundaries. They're exposing new opportunities. And
0: yes, um,
1: I, I love that the, the council recognized you as one of those who's pushing those opportunities.
0: Absolutely. I mean, somebody that I considered my mentor just grabbed me right up and was like, "Hey, I think that you should get involved. I think you would be great in a leadership role." Mm-hmm. And they saw something in me immediately and pulled me in. Well, mm-hmm. I've been doing the same thing now to other people. You know, I saw a couple of women who I saw really just stepped up and wanted to be a part of Women's Council and wanted mm-hmm. to take a leadership role and pulled them in immediately. You know, and thank goodness you have those people in your life who do that and just kind of keep lifting you and And sometimes we think, I would love to do that, but I don't feel like maybe I'm the right person for that, you know, Mm -hmm. and you kind of shy back. And and that's where they say, if somebody asks you to do something, just step up and just do it. If you don't know how to do it yet, you don't have to have all the answers. You know, sometimes it's a matter of putting your foot in and just digging in and doing it. And um, that's why other people are there to help lift you up and show you what you need to do and help you along
1: the way. Well, I was just speaking with a lady, uh, one of our new agents, beautiful person, and what I said to her in this getting started, I said, you're a professional. You come into this. And most people come into this as a second career, right. whether they've been a professional um, domestic engineer, yeah, <laughs> do stay at home, anything. Yeah, anything. I said, professionals get jobs done and they work through people. So don't think that you have to know it all. You have yeah. resources yeah. that as a professional you can access. Absolutely. So so I want to take a moment because the, the thing that strikes me about real estate is just the opportunity for women. There's there's not a glass ceiling no. that I'm aware of. Others may argue with that, but there's yeah. not somebody that will tell you, oh, I'm sorry, that's as much as we're willing to pay you. Right. Uh, so so there for that lady who stayed at home, that lady who's been downsized, that lady, I, I coach one lady who her whole world fell apart when her husband came in and said, I don't love you anymore. Oh, yeah. And three kids, yeah. $600 a month of uh, child support, almost took a $20,000 a year job. And then two years later, she's netting $200,000. This is an incredible field for women. What would you say to that woman who who's wondering, could that be my story?
0: Oh, absolutely. So you see those things every day and people don't believe it. They're like, could that really happen to me? And I know for me, Like I hear from so many agents, you know, just the goal of walking in and making $100,000 a year. Well, Mm -hmm. it's funny because now for agents who have been in for a while and been doing it, um, we know that that's kind of like, it's a it's a laughing point because a hundred thousand dollars is like the beginning place where right. you ha- could be. If you really want to do this, you know, there is no ceiling. You know, it's kind of like they say, Oh, well, the sky's the limit. No, the sky's not the limit. We have people we're putting into outer space. There's there's not just the sky's the limit, you know. Wow. So you have to think big and you have to think beyond even what your mind sometimes can can see. And that's mm-hmm. where I'm a true believer in God, and that's where God sees our dreams way bigger than we do, and He has a destiny for us that we can't even dream. So I
1: like that. Exceedingly more than we could ever imagine.
0: Absolutely, yes. Um, So
1: part of our job is the imagination of what if.
0: Yes. The what
1: if questions. Yeah. What are your what if questions?
0: Uh, Wow, what if. So... I constantly am reevaluating everything. So I'm thinking like where I want to be in another three, five years. And for me, I definitely want to keep getting more education, more certifications behind mm-hmm. my belt. I want to get my broker's license. Um, and eventually, I mean, I don't know what I, if I would want to own my own place or not. I don't think so. I think probably have a team eventually. Yeah. But my biggest thing is I think I want to at some point own my own apartments. So I want to start buying big real estate. Ah, so investment. I still want to continue to be an agent and sell real estate. I love this. Yeah. I mean, I just absolutely love it. it. Thank you. I really enjoy it. So it's not like something I have to get up and go, oh, well, I got to go to work today. Well, God, maybe I think I want to call in. Maybe today's the day I call in. No, I get up and I'm ready to go. I want to be yeah. up by 5, 530. I want to be working. And I I have a large percentage of my work done by eight 30 in the morning before adult people are even getting started. I like that because I feel accomplished when I do that. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's just continuing to grow with and, what and I'm you're, learning. You're
1: the second person today that I've talked to who's a top performer whose day is rolling before eight so that they've got freedom all throughout the rest of the day.
0: That's what I like about it. So I like by the time I hit two o'clock that I've well worked into more than an eight hour day. Mm -hmm. So yes, I take lunch or maybe I eat lunch at my desk. I mean, it just kind of depends or maybe I'm meeting people out for lunch. Um, Again, that, Women's Council, you know, or the ALC, or the, it's not always just real estate. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's meeting people out for networking yeah. um, and, and talking to them. So, but I want to be, by two o'clock in the afternoon, I want a huge part of my work, yeah. you know, completely done. So if I want to take off at two o'clock, I can. Does that mean that happens necessarily? Right. Not all the time. But I have that option. Yeah. Right now, I'm in control of my day.
1: You and I can, really like that. You get to decide if you should.
0: Right. And exactly.
1: So kind of in tying this all together. Mm-hmm. I want you to speak to the lady out there who's saying, what about me? What if? And and I want you to just speak directly to her ears. What will you say to her?
0: So what I would say is um, don't be an already defeating yourself, like always believe in yourself. You have to really, nobody else is going to do it for you. You've got to believe in yourself. Start envisioning at night when you lay down in bed, envision who you want to be. Maybe it's somebody that you saw walking down the street. Maybe it's someone that you looked up to as a teacher or someone you saw highly successful. Put that vision in your head and just dream it. Believe in it. Start envisioning it. Then the next thing, get up and make those phone calls, those scary phone calls of, well, what do I have to do to accomplish that? you know wow. start calling those people start putting those things into motion and even though you feel scared do it do anyways it, anyway. it doesn't matter if you're scared do it anyways so start making those steps and taking those steps and um the you got to be your biggest cheerleader i mean mm-hmm. you have to and you have to believe in yourself and fill your mind with everything that involves being successful, reading books, you know, instead of listening to the radio and listening to music, listen to podcasts, listen to, um, audible, put on books that are about success. I constantly listen to audible. I'm constantly reading a book. Um, and if you don't have good people around you who are supportive of you making changes, go find a new crew, go find new community, get people who believe in you. I had women praying for me when I switched over from my full time salary job that I felt was stable and went into the unknown bits of commission. Um, I had women praying for me. I had a group of women who said, I know you can do this and we're going to pray for you. And they kept praying over me. I had people who said, I know you can. When I said, I just don't know if I can do this sales thing. you know, They're like, you're good at this. You're going to be great at this. So I always had those people in the background. So I say to that woman, you can absolutely do this. And um, then when you get into it, continue to keep those people around. Like I absolutely. joined Women's Council right away because I wanted a group of women, you know, that I could turn to and say, look, I'm having trouble and I'm feeling lost or or I don't know how to do this. I mean, they're mm-hmm. always there. You just got to pick up the phone so and you got to have find those that champions. In. Absolutely.
1: Well, Sherry, I would always tell my daughters, you were not created to be the parsley on the side of somebody else's plate. You are the full meal deal. Absolutely. And Sherry Solomon you are the full meal deal.
0: Thank you. you. Never heard that before, but I like it.